Mm-hmm. I'd go home and my wife said, oh, did you talk to either of the boys today? Mm-hmm. And I said, oh, yeah, I talked to Dan three times and Nick two. <laughs> She'd go, oh, man, you yeah. know, they don't call their mother as much. And I said, well, we're, you know, we're dealing that. This is the South Storage Podcast, where we share the knowledge and skills from the industry's leading investors, developers, and operators to help you launch and grow your South Storage business. Your host, Scott Myers, over the past 18 years has acquired, developed, converted, and syndicated nearly 5 million square feet of South Storage nationwide. With the help of his incredible team at SouthStorageInvesting.com, who has helped thousands of people achieve greatness in self-storage. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Self-Storage Podcast. I am your host, Scott Myers. And on this episode, I am meeting with Mr. Rick Gibson. Now, Rick has been a member of our mastermind. He has been a part of our community for a while. We've partnered on projects uh, together. And um, Rick has been on quite a journey. He's been a part of our community for a little while. And uh, some pretty special things have happened in his life as a, as a result of that. And so... Um, he's at that place right now where truly you, you've reached financial freedom and you've kind of crossed over a, a diff- to a different place. Mm. Yeah. Rick has uh, come to a place right now where you kind of crossed over into the place of a financial freedom and really being able to kind of write your own schedule and, and, and do the things that you wanted to do. And so why don't you share with Self Storage Nation just exactly what that looks like and how the journey's been. Okay. So um, currently I'm a retired lawyer. Mm-hmm. I was a lawyer for 39 years. Um, on, on that, I uh, started investing in real estate as a way to be in business with my two sons. And we are still in business together. Um, we started, like a lot of people do, um, reading books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad mm-hmm. and that. My boys were both uh, good to average students, but not great students. Mm-hmm. So they weren't big readers. Mm-hmm. But the Kiyosaki series of books really kind of... T- resonated with them. They both worked in corporate America for a year or two, decided they didn't want to do that. So they wanted to get into real estate. So we started flipping houses, started acquiring houses, um, did some creative financing, fell into a mobile home park 10 years ago by a lady who wanted to retire. She financed it for us and became known as the mobile home park people. Um, continued to grow our real estate portfolio in an effort. When I first came to you, I wanted to diversify from mm-hmm. basically the single family rentals and the mobile home parks into a different asset class mm-hmm. and um, attended one of your three day events mm-hmm. um, in that, um, liked what I saw and and that. Well, in the meantime, we were up to about 15 mobile home parks. Mm-hmm. Got approached by a um, real estate investment trust to buy them all. We were basically, we were located in St. Louis, 90 miles east to west, 30 miles north to south. Mm-hmm. And all in the same management system, the accounting systems, everything. And um, we got purchased, uh, 11 of our 15 parks got purchased in the in December of 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, Good timing. Oh, in, in retrospect, the timing could not have been better. Um, we're able to take that money, pay off a lot of our rental portfolio. Mm-hmm. Um, became the bank on a few projects, including our largest storage facility. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, today, uh, as a, well as a result of that, I retired for, as a lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, I would not have ever probably retired as a lawyer, mm-hmm. but for 
real estate investing, mm -hmm. um, but I was able to. And now I live off the money we get from mm -hmm. our storage facilities and and mental houses and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. So, and that, so it's been. It's, um, it's been incredible to watch your journey. It's been an honor to be able to partner with you on a project that is uh, going on very well. But you know, we, we, we talk a lot about this this business and being a, a legacy business even from the standpoint where we where we talk to sellers they if they don't they're they're hurt and they're sad if their family doesn't want to continue on you know with their legacy and continue on with the property and, and so if they are going to sell they want to make sure that they are essentially marrying off their daughter to somebody who is worthy that is going to yeah. capture that vision that they had and maybe finish out some of their unfinished plans or their vision for it and, uh, and we position ourselves to do so, to have that conversation, to edify them and say, you've done a fantastic job here. And I see your vision. I would like to, it would be an honor for me to be able to take this facility, your portfolio up to the next level. And and people always joke and they look at me, you know, sideways when I tell them this. And it is true. They're not looking to take the highest offer always. But if we build that relationship with them, you know, then then we have an opportunity and we position ourselves to, to ward off any other competition. That's just how serious relationship is in this business. And um and you can see the sadness in their eyes if they if, if their kids aren't involved uh -huh. in, in the business and so um I'm sort of at that stage right now my kids got a little bit of time they're they're carving their own path which is obviously you know exactly what we want for them to give them the freedom and the opportunity to do so and and your kids um they didn't follow in your path and I don't know if you wanted them to become lawyers or to be uh, attorneys but they followed you in real estate and now you get to do it together and I. That is that is everything uh, we want to be close to our kids, whether it's in business or in proximity, and and uh, doing life with them somehow, some way. And you get to do both. You get to yeah. do business with them as well. It, what's that like? Uh, it's unbelievable. You're choking. Yeah. Both of my boys have morphed into roles in our company, and if uh, we would not be as big as we are right now, or as big as we got mm -hmm. without them. And we all had different roles, mm -hmm. worked out great um, in that we would have, and we still have weekly meetings on Wednesdays. When I was a full-time practicing lawyer, on Wednesday mornings at 10 o'clock, mm -hmm. my assistants knew not to make an appointment until afternoon mm -hmm. because we would have our calls mm -hmm. and that, and we would talk about what are rehabs going on? What mm -hmm. projects are we looking at? What should we offer on this property? Yeah. How's this mm -hmm. rehab going? Whatever. Mm -hmm. And, and that. And when one of us would get frustrated, the other one would pick us up. Mm. And we've had a rule, two out of three vote wins, mm -hmm. you know, and that. Mm -hmm. They're in their mid-30s now, mm -hmm. but back then they were in their mid-20s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, intuitive mm -hmm. uh, on that. Um, before we had grandkids um, and before the boys came full-time into real estate, mm -hmm. I'd go home and my wife said, oh, did you talk to either of the boys today? Mm -hmm. I said, oh, yeah, I talked to Dan three times and Nick. Two. She go, oh man, you know that. You know, they don't call their mother as much. And I said, well, we're you know we're dealing that. We still do. You know, you know today during the mastermind, you know things are coming up. I'm I'm texting them. Hey, mm -hmm. you know we got to do this and and that. And they're real responsive. They love it. You know, to me they were originally in a retirement plan mm -hmm. because you know there's people who built really nice real estate portfolios in different asset classes. And then, like you mentioned, the kids are not interested in, mm -hmm. it, in that. Our best purchase, our biggest storage facility, over 650 mm -hmm. units, mm -hmm. was because we were a family business. And the seller told me that. 
you know, in that. And you hit the nail on the head. And, you know, and that, it, it, it's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. You know, we've, you know, gotten along great about it. Um, nobody's afraid to speak up. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been you're very fantastic. I'm you're very extremely very blessed. And and also the best partnerships, um, you know, we, we steer and we work with a lot of folks here in our mastermind and also in, in, in the academy. And there are many folks that are friends and they want to get into a partnership. Um, but two, two people that are broke, you know, have no cash, whose credit is shot, but have a desire for self-storage doesn't make a good partnership. Mm-hmm. And it's the complementary um, you know, skill sets that people bring to the table. And the, and the fact is, you just mentioned that um, you have three distinct skill sets. And so you, you lean on each other, you pick each other up, but then you have roles, separate yep. roles. And, and partnerships, whether family or not, typically that's when they fall apart is mm-hmm. when somebody steps into somebody else's lane or there are, they only operate, operate out of a, um, a, a marketing mm-hmm. uh, lane or, or they're both really good at developing, but nobody handles the marketing or, or as a CEO. Or the fine yeah, yeah, exactly. You have to have that. And so um, you're very fortunate that that you have those yep. complementary skill sets as well. Yeah. Our very first LLC, I did the operating agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done dozens and dozens of them through my legal career. Mm-hmm. And I put in the first paragraph, family comes first. Yep. And if there's ever a dispute, mm-hmm. we will sell everything mm-hmm. and divide the money. And then, and that very was wide. over 10 years ago. You know, so, and um, I don't even think my wife, Missy, knows this, but she was the one who would decide. I said that mom will decide. Mm-hmm. You know, I know she's got to side yeah. with the boys over me. Right. <laughs> so I just had to convince one of them to be on, you know. We don't mom. need to pay a mediator. We have one on staff. Yeah. <laughs> that we all answer to, yep. you know, answer to mom or you answer to yep. your wife. <laughs> I love it. That's perfect. Well, it's been incredible to watch that journey. And, and, and especially when I'll never forget, Rick, the first time you stepped into our mastermind. And this was during COVID. And we had an intimate setting and we were out in the woods and we got together. We were going to kind of reframe this and decide how we were going to move forward together as, as a mastermind in this community that we built. And, um, and, I, and I settled up next to you after the first day and I said, well, what do you think? And he said, I think I knew within the first 20 minutes that this is a group that I have to be a part of and, and, and this is what's going to allow us to go forward. And since then, we've seen that. And, and I'm not taking credit for that, but it, it speaks to the room and it speaks to the fact that... Um, as you mentioned, the boys get involved and they're engaged and you're taking and sharing information and bringing that back. So, you know, tell me what community is meant within self-storage. You know, you're changing asset classes, you're getting in. What does that look like to get in a community, this community, and, and how has that helped? So, well, you know, my thought process, you know, I mean, I specifically remember what you mentioned, you know, um, when we when we did that, had that conversation was, okay, you know, this is going to be a commitment, time and money, and there's got to be return. When you make an investment, you want a return. Mm-hmm. And I had a return ratio in mind, mm-hmm. and it has so far exceeded it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the people that I've met, um, they're so smart. Mm-hmm. Any answer you, any issue or question you have, someone or multiple people in this room or in this mastermind know the answers to. Um, we have invested in a number of the people in the mastermind's deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I've gotten to know them. I trust them. I know when I did syndications for our mobile home parks, I was more worried about my friends and family money than I was worried about my own. Yeah. And that, and that's the way the people are in here. They, nobody will want to let down anybody else in this group. Right. Um, we've partnered with a builder mm-hmm. and it was on a new build and, and that, and when the construction was going slow at the start, because it was, 
you know, two states away and there was a lot of rain. I wasn't worried that this was a contractor telling me that because he was trying to finish up another project. Right. This is your guy. This is our guy. And he's going to be a partner moving. He is a partner with us moving forward in the ownership of this facility. And to to have those relationships, it's, it is priceless. Yeah. It is priceless. And that's why I've invested in their deals. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we'll continue to do so, mm-hmm. you know, and that. So, um, you know, I don't do the operations, but, you know, my youngest son, Nick, does. And when he has a question, I know he has called people, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, and that has been great. It's been great. And, and the people that you have, Scott, are incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm. Because if I don't know the source of an answer, I can call four or five people in your organization who will bend over backwards to find me the person to talk to or get me an answer. And that, and that's great. Well, it's good to hear. And and again, that's the reason selfishly why we, we built the mastermind. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in the beginning, I, I built it because, again, there's usually not a threat of me being the, the, the smartest person in the room, but I know I didn't have all the answers in the beginning. And, and as I grew and I scaled, um, you know, your network is your net worth. And that is, we needed to deepen our Rolodex. Um, but at the same time, I wanted to be in a room that I'm going through business life together with people that understand what we're doing, um, that have the same challenges that I can, you know, go to to say, Hey, I've got a challenge in the business right now, or my hair's on fire. And I want to hear the experience of other people that have gone through it as well. Not advice, but what have you, what did this look like on the front end when you went through this? And what did it look like on the back end? And you know, mm-hmm. share some resources uh, to help. And so we built a community that is um, all about community of social storage folks and capital and deal flow, and then best business practices. And so, um, it's great to see now the end product of that. And now people that are growing and scaling, they can get the resources just like you mentioned. But now, um, speaking for yourself, I mean, you're at that place now. You've got you've got financial freedom mm-hmm. that that real estate is brought, and that's that's mobile home parks and and, and storage, right. and and in a time frame in which it was a little bit faster than you thought. But uh, I don't know if they were on your bucket list or not. But you've been able to acquire and do some pretty cool things in terms of residence and and your hobby. Can you can you speak to some of those that uh, that you made happen? Yes. Um, so, um, my wife is a retired school teacher mm-hmm. and we're from St. Louis. So huge St. Louis Cardinal fans. Mm-hmm. My wife would get two personal days as a teacher a year for 28 straight years. She would take one personal day to go to Cardinals opening day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the, her principals knew it. Yeah. The whole school district mm-hmm. knew it <laughs> and that she could never go to spring training, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. of it. So she retires the first year can't go cause it's COVID the second year. They have the lockout the first week of spring mm-hmm. training. So being in real estate, mm-hmm. went around and just, okay, I'm going to look at houses. Yeah. We end up finding a house um, down near Jupiter where mm-hmm. the Cardinals do spring training and bought it completely furnished. It was like moving in a VRBO mm-hmm. and that has a pool. Never had an ounce of desire to own a pool. Absolutely love it now. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. the majority of our time is spent in Southern Florida. Mm-hmm. Um, I either walk three or four miles a day play golf or play pickleball, yeah. sometimes two of those events a day mm-hmm. and, and, and travel when you, the masterminds are always in interesting places. Mm-hmm. And that when we had the mastermind earlier this year in Napa, you know, we spent a couple of days in San Francisco, mm-hmm. went to Yosemite, you know, when it was in Colorado, you know, another national park yeah. down in Florida, you know, doing things like the shark diving and, mm-hmm. you know, and stuff like that. And, and the events that go with it. Yeah. So, you know, we kind of planned our travel around that. I got to go to um, Europe earlier this year on a World War II tour, 12-day 12, 12 World War II tour. 
Mm-hmm. Um, if anybody saw the show Band of Brothers, it was actually called a Band of Brothers tour. So it started in Normandy, ended at the Eagle's Nest where Hitler's lair, you know, like the show did. Yeah. Um, but the, I guess the most unusual thing that I've done is uh, I've invested in a couple of racehorses. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one did pretty well. Um, did not make money, but didn't lose a lot. Um, so we invested in a second one and the racehorsing interest comes honestly. There's a picture of me from in black and white from 60 years ago mm-hmm. with my grandfather. I was three years old in a winter circle, black and white picture. Cause he liked it and he would yeah. take his grandkids and I was the oldest on Friday nights. And that, so and the second horse we've invested in is two year old right now. It's had two races. He has won them both. Mm-hmm. We are finding out tomorrow if he's going to the Breeders' Cup, which are the world championships at Santa Anita and Los Angeles. Yeah. And he will definitely be on the Kentucky Derby Trail. Yeah. So, I mean, I can't even imagine mm-hmm. what that would be like. Yeah. But, you know. I it, mean, what it will be like. What it will be like. Yeah. Just to be, just yeah. be on it and go there. And, and I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I'm not a big gambler, but. You know, it's just fun to watch the horses and, and be part of it and the excitement, you know, and that. So, yeah, it's a, it's a hobby. Yeah, that's a fun one. Yeah, it has, um, you know, we're, we're getting to that place. First of all, my hobby um, uh, involves a different type of horsepower, and uh, I don't think I'm going to get a return on that any time yeah. soon, and my wife is uh, is well aware of it, but uh, that's that's what self-storage is, uh, and it will allow us to do. Absolutely. Yeah, it really has. We get to do fun things. We get to enjoy our hobbies. We get to spend uh, time with our families and our friends. And that's how mm-hmm. you real estate, right? If you need storage rights, um, it works. Mm-hmm. Well, Rick, I appreciate the time. It's great catching up with you yeah. as well. And it there's was, so much that we can talk about. Um, if you would share with Storage Nation, uh, maybe if you could encapsulate the journey, give um, words of wisdom, not advice, but you know, you've been through, uh, you've seen a lot. You've been through multiple economic cycles in, in real estate and just in, in general and uh, from what you've seen in your law practice as well. Um, for the folks out there, and, and it's just timely because we are in another cycle right now where mm-hmm. interest rates are high and uh, deals are tough to make a half of them pencil out. But you've been through, you see what happens on the other side. So um, well, with all of that and the experience that you've had, you know, what are some words of wisdom that you can share with Storage Nation with the times that we're in right now? Be optimistic when others are fearful. Um, I was on a call earlier today um, with a friend of mine, um, and she is a real estate agent, and has her and her father are investors in some of our little projects, and 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 that, and you know, she reads the tales of woe, the sky is falling, and that, and you know, I, that was my conversation: is hey, be patient. You know, we're in a great place. We can get financing on anything we want to get, fi- we want to buy, and the deals are going to come. They're not ready yet because people still have the prices they could have gotten two years ago in their mind. Yeah. But eventually, those are going to come down. And when they do, we're going to be in a great position. You know, be patient. Now, it's easy for me to say be patient because of where I'm at. Yeah. But, you know, I 100%, you know, believe it. That's part of the thing about the mastermind, you know, is come to hear different perspectives from people. Mm-hmm. You know, when you and, and Scott Lewis do your talks in the morning before the mastermind, you know, the state of the market, you know, what you're seeing on a bigger and more global scale than what I see in the Midwest, mm-hmm. you know, or something, you know, it's, it's, you know, all of that shapes your opinion and your outlook here and that, and, you know, you know, collectively, you know, none of us are the smartest people in the room, right. but collectively mm-hmm. it's a darn smart room. It really is. 
and, and, and that's the idea is, um, you know, we, we follow the Napoleon Hill format, if you will, and what the way he designed the mastermind, um, many, many years ago. And, and that is the collective genius of the people that are in the room and the sum total of all that, you know, gives us a different perspective. And, and that is, we, we talk about this a lot. We talk about the greatest gift that we can give our kids is the gift of self-awareness to help them expose them to as much as possible, you know, send them off on the mission field, you know, give them a gap year after mm-hmm. they get out of high school so they can begin to form a different world view of different things, not a worldly view, but a worldview and see how other people think and the way that they look at things before they decide this is my path and the journey that I'm going to go on. And to a degree, that's what we do here as well, because we sit in our little bubble, no matter where we're located and, and even no matter where we're investing, we do things the same way. Um, but then you hear the presenters and the folks and the speakers, the guest speakers that we have that come in, you know, the economists that talk about that, the economy, the, the brokers that are talking about mm-hmm. after uh, interviewing and talking with hundreds of investors and hundreds of lenders, how deals are getting done. Mm-hmm. You know, it shapes how you approach and look at your own deals. And that's why I built this, this again, yeah. selfishly so that I can take a look at because I get, I, at the same time, get kind of stuck in my ways of thinking at things is so to be able to tap into um, and shorten the, if you will, the learning curve on where we're headed in the market right now and to see what's coming up and see a little further down the road, you know, that is, that is truly, you know, that, that's how you win at this game. You know, and isn't it great, you know, I'm older than you, you're older than most of the people in the room to see some of these young guys in their thirties and what they're doing and wish we were, had that knowledge when we were in our thirties. I mean, what an impressive group, you know, we had a presentation today. You know, a, a guy from Florida bought a place in Illinois, literally 12 miles from where I own four facilities. And it was a great deal. I have seen that facility. Mm-hmm. And instead of being mad at him, I'm high-fiving him because I know there's a good owner 12 miles away. Yeah. You know, and that and and that's the cooperative nature of the people in this room. Yeah. You know, that, that's the atmosphere you've created. Mm-hmm. You know, and if there are bad apples, bad apples don't want to hang around with good apples. That's right. And they, they work themselves out in that. And that's why I love being part of this group. This, um, this industry lends itself to sharing more than other mm-hmm. asset classes and groups, masterminds that I think that you find out there. Um, I think due to the nature of our business is that our trade area is only five miles. And so, you know, we're not drawing from it. And it's very rare that we bump into each other. So we don't lock horns too much. And at those times, you know, we've seen this group behave very well. And mm-hmm. then wow, our partner, or you take this one, I'll take the next one. And we've even heard of guys, you know, if they're getting a little closer, coin flip, you know, yeah. you know, it's yours or it's ours or, and you know, we'll live the Fed another day, but knowing the collaborative nature, as we just mentioned that uh, there's more business out there and, yeah. and and that's the way that works. And bad actors are not welcome here and yeah, they won't stick around very long. Yeah. Um, but so the industry leads itself to that. And then, you know, the, the idea of growing this community is so that we can do that um, because as every investor gets better in this room, the entire industry gets better um, and operating from a place of integrity, sharing, collaborating and, and partnering. It's kind of, we have a saying here as well that um, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far to go, go together. That's an old African proverb, but boy, we've, we've witnessed, we've seen it real hand how that has played out. And that's, that's my story with my yeah. two sons. A hundred percent. Yep. Oh, so good. Well, Rick, once again, um, Great to be here with you um, back in this incredible environment. And so now um, we're going to go out and play some, we're going to gamble with some funny money here at this incredible resort and casino, have some uh, fantastic food, and uh, and then tomorrow another day of uh, sharing and learning once again and uh, building relationships. And uh, I am, for one, very thankful for the relationship that it, uh, that I have with you and that all you've done and meant for this group as well. Well, and thank you for putting this together. This is, you know, top-notch. 
hundred percent. So it's been a great journey and it's been a, a labor of love of ours and um, it continues to grow and can't wait to see what this room is going to do. Yeah. All right. Thank you. Thank friend. you, Scott. My pleasure. Bye. Hey gang, wait three things before you leave. First, don't forget to follow the South Storage Podcast and turn on your notifications so you never miss another episode. And while you're there, please leave us a five-star review if you like the show. Second, be sure to share your favorite episodes and more via Instagram. And don't forget to tag us. And lastly, head to the links in the show description and hit follow on Twitter and Facebook to get a front row seat as we grow and scale our business and bring you along with us.